When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to go down south and catch up with Corey Campbell this hour as well because they are racing down there in front of 4,000 people at Escott Park, uh, which is wonderful. But we are talking Tarapa and we're talking the Waikato Cup. And I tell you what, Robbie Patterson, he has really he leapt to fame this year. Uh, he had a very progressive team last year, including Mary Louise and one bold cat. Uh, Eddie Burke is the owner of... Well, one of the owners of those two horses, and Eddie's going to join us here on the show this morning. Uh, nice to chat, Eddie. I don't think we've had the pleasure of speaking before, but you've got a couple of nice horses, which means you get the call up to the mail run. So, uh, first, congratulations for that, and good luck for today. Must be a bit of a thrill heading to a Waikato Cup. Yeah, good. Yeah, good morning, Mick. Um, yeah, no, it is. It is a. It's a real thrill. Um, um, we bred the horses. Um, we own the father. Or well, two thirds of the father, and um, yeah, Robbie's doing a superb job. He he certainly is, mate. He really is. And uh, you've obviously had a wee bit to do with Robbie. Well, just talk to us about the relationship there and when you started sending him horses. Um, I first met Robbie twenty five years ago when he uh, first ventured up from uh, the South Island, and uh, he was working for um, Bill Thurlow, and then he progressed to Kevin Gray. Um, got a good grounding from those two and then came up to New Plymouth about 15 years ago and um, yeah, I sort of started associating with him with horses then and um, he, uh, I've got an adjustment farm as well out at uh, Bell Block and Robbie manages the farm as well as does the training and um, so yeah, we've been with Robbie most probably um, seven or eight years now with horses here. Oh. Eddie, um, good morning. It's Michael here. When you say you've got an adjustment uh, farm, it, 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 is, is it part of a farm? Like, do you just do horses, or is it horses and cows, and there's a few other things going on there? Or have you gone the whole hog and said, this is a horse farm? No, no, not quite yet, Mick. Um, Robbie would say we're growing too fast, but um, no, it's a, it's a horse and a cattle farm. Um um, it's 130 odd acres. Um, I think at last count, we've adjusted nearly a dozen Group One winners. Oh, um, what's, the, what's, what's the best one? Oh well, I'd like hate to say she's sensational. Ooh. I do. Um, um, oh, the, the, the lucky swainess, the horse in uh, Hong Kong. <laughs> He's pretty good. <clears throat> so, so tell me, Eddie, when you're adjusting for Alan Sharrick, um, I'm sure you get yeah. told off if they don't come back looking sparkling because Al's a pretty hard judge. So I can imagine the, um, you'd want to do a good job. Now, well, the most probably the best story I could tell you, Mick, was uh, I was adjusting three for Sir Patrick Hogan about five years ago. And uh, um, when I was up at Taraka at the, at the sales, he said uh, I wanted he wanted to catch up with me. So... We um, <clears throat> walked around. I walked around and had a. You always have to have a, a, a liquid refreshment with Sir Patrick, and um, he said, um, "Yeah, he said, uh, 
what's what's the story here? You're starving my horses. <laughs> I was taken aback, absolutely taken aback, because uh, we're, we're renowned to be very good feeders and what have you. And Sir Patrick said, well, at the rate you charge, you must be starving them. <laughs> oh, he, he, he was too good, Sir Patrick. Hey, um, <laughs> tell me about owning horses, because this is always interesting, because I think if you're involved enough to be adjusting, obviously you're involved enough to know what you're doing, whereas some owners are passive owners. For example, they, they just are in it for the fun, so they don't really have that big an opinion, and they just enjoy the experience. But when you own horses and you understand them, as obviously you do, do you ever have moments where you say to Robbie, hey, Robbie, um, why don't we do this and you come up with ideas and try and shape it? Or do you just think, my attitude to it is like a plumber coming to your house. If a plumber comes to your house, they know what they're doing, don't make any suggestions. So is that how you go about it? Is it Robbie, you're in charge, I don't make any suggestions? Or do you sometimes ring him and go, hey, Robbie, what about we try this? Um. No, you sum it up pretty good, Mick. But no, I leave it. I leave it to Robbie. He uh, he's an outstanding stock person. Um, he's very good with the cattle, and he's outstanding with the horses. But if I uh, certainly suggest too much about um, one of the horses that's racing, he gives me a gentle nudge and says, "Remember the fee is such and such. But if you want to have too much to say, it goes up to this." So, um, so I um, sort of be a bit cautious on what I suggest to Robbie. Um, he's a great fella. He's a he's a, he's a pleasure to be around. Um, but um, he, he's very very good at his job. But we do we do sit down and have a, a, a good talk about things um, a day or two after the races or something when all the emotion's gone and um, the, the uh, liquid's drained out of us. You mentioned emotion. What's race day like for you? Like, for example, three minutes out from the Waikato Cup today, because it's a big race, do you get nervous? Do you get excited? Are you a bloke who has a durry or you start walking around or you need a drink? What's race day like for you? Um, no, I had 55 years chewing on durries, uh, Mick, and I gave them up five years ago. Um, so now I just tend to pick up a glass. Um, it sort of takes the place of a durry. But no, I don't I don't get too wound up. Um, I've been at it for over 50 years. Um, and um, yeah, no, I just, I most probably get more emotional after the race, uh, especially if you win. But um, um, you, you've got to learn to lose because you lose a lot more than you win. So, um, yeah, no, I don't get too nervous. Hey, Eddie, you mentioned that you own, did you say a half or a third of um, the bold one? So now talk, talk to us about this and, and what it's like standing or having an ownership share and standing a stallion. Do you have to get involved in... The, the promotion of the horse, or again, you just leave um, Mark and his team to do that and you, you're just kind of there for the ride and uh, send a few of your own mares to him, obviously, which is how you've got a couple of these very successful runners at the moment, horses that are that are going really, really good, obviously, um, One Bowl Cat and Mary Louise. Yeah, no, <clears throat> we leave that pretty much to Mark. Um, 
and um, yeah, we we support the horse. Um, uh, we own two thirds of the horse, and the Dennis brothers uh, own the other third. Um, we, you know, I've tried to support the horse well on the way through. One bold cat and Mary Louise both come off a two thousand dollars service, which um, uh, we're very proud of. Um, and yeah, so Mark does a really good job. We don't interfere. Um, the horse is non-syndicated. Um, he's, um, I think he'll get 60 plus mares this year, which is pretty good for a non-syndicated stallion. Eddie, uh, just to, um, just to interrupt, outstanding at how much this year? Four, 4,000. Well, that's pretty good. So it still is, we, we think it's very competitive. Um, we do we do live south of Te Awamutu, so we do have quite different prices south of Te Awamutu uh, for Taranaki prices. Um, um, so, um, yeah, for the stallion, then the adjustment and everything is um, is uh, very competitive, and the vet fees. So Mark does a very good job. Oh, it's awesome. And having a couple of horses that you're racing doing the, the I guess, the free advertising, because that's what everyone always says, isn't it, Eddie? You know, there's nothing like advertising on the track. And Mary Louise, today, Aromatic comes out of the race. Robbie's just told us last hour just to forget about her last run. It was just a, a strange old day, and it, it really was. So she's a, a genuine um, top three chance today and could probably get a bit of it if it went her right way. Um, do you think her or... or uh, the bold one, uh, one bold catch, sorry, is going to turn out to be the better horse. Well, they're quite different horses in their own right. Um, Mary Louise is, is quite dour. Um, she she jumps out and drops a bit, and um, she plods along. And, um, you know, she's a uh, good breather, um, and uh, then she, she normally has a, a very good finish. Um, I'd hate to I've, I've actually Robbie and I have discussed it we've tried to avoid um, finding out it for our own sake of putting them <laughs> in the same race together so um, we had a bit of a plan at the start of the year but when one bold cat won the um, county's cup we sort of had to rearrange things a wee bit and um, hopefully all going right, he's going to go to the Zabiel Classic on Boxing Day. Um, so Mary Louise was going to actually go to the Manawatu Cup, but we've now decided to go to the Waikato Cup, and then we'll discuss after today uh, future plans where we might go with her. Eddie, being a, a proud south of Waikato man, <laughs> uh, and these days a Taranaki man, I would think maybe a race like a Wellington Cup or one of the local Taranaki races would mean a lot to you. But but I've, I've heard that the race you really, really wanted to be in was the Herbie Dyke. So what was the reason behind that? Well, <clears throat> um, Herb, Herbie Dyke, he was, uh, he was a car salesman in, in Wanganui going back a, a many year ago. And um, I bought a couple of cars from them down there, and they were always great to deal with. And Herbie was always, when you went to try or buy a car or look at a car, he'd always be talking about racing. So, and then he uh, progressed up to the Waikato, 
And um, I think the Herbie Dyke is a very, most probably to me anyway, is the most prestigious um, you know, mile and a quarter race in the country. Um, so, yeah, that's, I've sort of always had a burning desire even to get a runner in the race, but it would be lovely to, yeah, it'd be lovely to get a runner and, and compete. Well, you're trending the right way, you and your stallion and your runners and, and Robbie Patterson as well. It's been a, a really cool addition to the, the top five of the Premiership, the Trainers Premiership, to have him up there of, of late. And you can only, only do it with your support, Eddie, so you're a big part of that, mate. Um, all the best today for you and the family and Robbie and the horse. And hopefully you can um, be back at Charapa in a couple of months' time, eh? Yeah, thank you very much. There you go. Good talking to you, Eddie. I enjoyed that.